Chris the Crick, Ron Horvath, Nick Ashew, Ben MGM tonight. Got my mic back, guys. I'm happy. Thank you, Tom. That's You're the fast, best. Huh? Way to go, Tom. Tom is our hero. Way to give it 180. Oh man, you count on. You need something done. Tom gets it done, even if he's got to fix other people's mistakes. <clears throat> yeah. We'll talk about. He's like the drive back. What's happened there? Yeah. He's like the Al Borland of uh, of Odyssey. Hey, listen. You know? I I appreciate people that can fix things because I don't know how any of this stuff works in here at all whatsoever. So, uh, speaking of mistakes, Stefan Diggs, I, I guess, is not. Happy with Josh Allen and, and the Bills. I mean, this is now so he's expected to be at minicamp. But wait, he was in Buffalo, but he didn't stick around. Sean McDermott, the coach, saying he's very concerned. His agent saying he's going to be there. I, I don't know what's going on. Like, Stephon Diggs got paid, so it's not a money thing. But you remember at the end of the of last season, there was a there was some friction between him and Josh Allen. This feels personal, and this feels like they have not... They have not settled it whatsoever, and this may be a problem for the Bills, not just yeah. heading into camp, but, I mean, this may be a season issue. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so great news for my New York football Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets. <laughs> Long-time Jets fan over here. Long-time Jets fan. Lifelong. Especially yes. week one. You know, they opened that at three, and then it immediately got bet down to one and a half. I think the Jets are going to win that game outright. But I do think that they're going to figure this thing out. But, man, like the end of the year, and they had a great relationship, Diggs and Josh Allen, two years ago, obviously, when Buffalo probably should have went to the Super Bowl. They lose that all-time classic game to the Kansas City Chiefs. But then last year, it was just weird, man. And I didn't love the Bills last year because I love Brian Dayball. I knew that that was going to be a huge loss. I know people are obsessed with Ken Dorsey for whatever reason as a play caller. But they it's, were terrible it's the temper tantrums downs, that he throws. That's what people like. Yeah. You it's know, they break stuff. They didn't, they, like, second half of the season, they could run the ball. But, like, the first half of the season and the year before, they just refused to. Josh Allen, it was all just him being Superman on third down. They were terrible on early downs. And there was just something off with Diggs and Josh Allen the second half of the season. They kind of blew up on each other, if you remember, to end the year. And then Josh Allen, this was a couple days ago, you know, they asked him about it and he took some responsibility. I think his quote was like, talking about like being a better leader um, better said, communicator yeah he said i think as an organization maybe not communicating the right way with everything you know he said he's trying to talk and listen at the same time trying to be a better leader or whatnot so i don't know maybe josh allen makes makes a phone call maybe he has to do um what doc rivers and uh chris paul and all those and blake griffin all those guys had to do to deandre jordan and go and trap like, him in the room and be like you got to come back to buffalo you're not leaving Because the crazy thing is this has nothing to do with money and usually if a wide receiver is going to hold out not show up to camp not show up to mandatory meetings he wants to get paid but he's one of the highest paid wide receivers in the league they just redid his deal last year he just got paid so it has nothing to do with the money 70 million guaranteed yeah 94 so, million total yeah it's personal and it's fascinating to me because the relationship like you said was good yeah uh the targets are the same uh you look at how it's been for the last three years targets are pretty much this identical uh, receptions pretty much identical. The actual touchdowns themselves have gone up, I think, from 8 to 10 to 11 in the last three years. So it's not a production thing, but maybe it's just a frustration with how the offense is running thing because sometimes the numbers don't tell the whole story, right? You're talking about the offense not completely functioning and Stephon Diggs maybe needing to be more force-fed the ball or the offense being formulated for him. When you've had uh, the situation that he had when he was in Minnesota, yeah. where you had you know a run the ball first defensive style uh, offense, like that's traumatic. You probably want an offense, and you were pitched that you were going to be in an offense where you're going to be more involved. Yeah, I mean, and we saw this like at the end, you know, with Sherman, uh, yeah. with in Minnesota, you know, like yeah. he wasn't getting along with Kirk Cousins, mm -hmm. yeah, and. 
I mean, this all really started again, like the first half of the season, everything was fine. And he was actually on pace for his best career. Like he had 72 receptions on 98 targets, 985 yards and seven touchdowns the first nine games of the season. Because like you said, the numbers are comparable. But then like something happened the second half of the season. We also have to remember, remember Josh Allen was playing at like 65%. Mm -hmm. He was injured. New play caller, but the final nine games of the season, he only caught 47 balls on 74 targets, only four touchdowns. So his production really dipped off the second half of the season. I don't know if that's the play calling. I don't know if that's Josh Allen. I thought Gabe, da uh, Gabe Davis was going to have a way bigger year, especially after the, after the four-touchdown performance against the Chiefs. He didn't really take off last year. I think they're going to figure this thing out, but something's weird. Like, there were weird tweets. There was weird social media stuff. And then we saw, you know, the end of the season, the playoff loss. He kind of just blew up on him. Uh, against the Bengals. Any reason to fade them? Ten and a half wins go under? Does this carry over that much? I'm not going under because I, I still think they're either. an 11-win team, but yeah. I'm not picking them to win the division. I like the Jets. Or, like, well, it if doesn't you're, matter if, what. If, you like the Jets no, no matter what. But so. even if I'm not all in on the Jets, I would take a shot. I like the number better with the Dolphins, to be yeah. quite honest with you guys. If Tua could stay healthy, which I know is a big if. Yeah. You know what the offense is going to be. Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill. Maybe they end up with Dalvin Cook. Mike McDaniels is the play caller. And defensively, we'll see what Jalen Ramsey has left in the tank. But the secondary is going to be better. The pass rush is going to be better. Um, I would probably take a shot with them, with the Dolphins over the Bills. I'm not fading the Bills or anything like that. But it's not a team I'm looking to back or set my money up for the next couple months. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The Bills feel like a team that's window is closing faster it than it should. Yeah, it does. Uh, and if Stephon Diggs isn't happy, one, they're not going to trade him for money or practicality reasons. But he's all they have receiver-wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just drafted that kid, that tight end, Kincaid. Um, but, like, he's not going to be the focal point of the offense. I actually can't wait to watch him. Yeah. You know, just because I think that he's going to play in the slot. He's going to be more like a slot receiver. Uh, that's what they're saying Dalton Kincaid's going to be. And they're going to just, you know, because you got Dawson Knox there already. But that's I'm, the kind of, they've been you. looking for a tight end like that for a while. That's That's been something the organization yeah. has been desperately trying to get. Does that really quickly side road? Does that mean that uh, Dawson Knox is a less valuable receiver for props and or fantasy to you? Yeah. By I mean, a lot, the, right? I mean, well, it could, but it also depends on how red much attention can be gets, targets, which then leads Dalton to actually have Dalton Knox to Yeah. I mean, I know he's a God, rookie. Knox, if I had to pick, like, let's say I'm talking, like, fantasy purposes, I'd probably go Kincaid over Dawson Knox, as crazy as that sounds. I think he might get more red zone targets. I loved Kincaid in college, though. Mm -hmm. He's a rookie, and we know the relationship, obviously, Knox and Josh Allen. I still think he'll be a big red zone target. I wouldn't be shocked if both of those guys had, like, you know, eight to ten touchdowns this season. Because look at their depth chart. Like, if, Don, if Stephon Diggs doesn't show up, it's Trent Sherfield. It's bad. It's, uh, Jesus. Gabe Davis. Khalil Shakir is their third string receiver. Justin Shorter. Yeah. I mean, I think Diggs ends up showing up, but something weird's going down. It feels very personal. And that's when it's not about money, you can't just throw a check at this one. It's just like, so weird. They had like their own handshake it. and everything like yeah. two years ago. I mean, yeah. this happens all the time, though. Like, and it always will. Jay Cutler and, um, and Brandon Marshall were like best friends, That's remember? Right. And then Brandon Marshall goes to the Bears. Everything's great year one, and then year two, everything completely like they're not they're not boys anymore. Right, right. I mean, wide receivers they want to get the football. They do. They want to get their money. Um, and if their production dips, they're going to get pissed off. And forty-seven catches the fat final nine games of the season. That's uh, not Stephon Diggs type production. You know uh, what would help? DeAndre Hopkins in Buffalo. Yeah, there you go. 
And that's exactly what they need, man. I thought Odell Beckham Jr., even though he's coming off they a torn could, ACL. They could use another receiver. On a prove-it-year deal, although yeah. Baltimore overpaid for him, so Buffalo was like, whatever, you could have him. We're not going to give you $20 million. But, man, I mean, D-Hop would be the perfect number two. I mean, let's be honest, he'd be the number one, and Diggs could be the number two. I, people think, like, D-Hop's dropped off or fell off. He has. He, he really, got suspended yeah. the first couple weeks of the season last year for the PED stuff, but... Um, he's been productive still. Yeah, look at Kyler's splits when he's not on the field. Kyler goes from looking like an MVP candidate to when D hops off the field looking like, you know, the 23rd-rated quarterback in the league. Right. Yeah. Or whatever they had him on in August. I mean, you need to, you need to have talent. It, it, it makes a difference, you know? you still got to have receivers. I don't care how good a quarterback is. You've got to have receivers that can actually help you with that, too. So, I mean, you got to have talent in any league. It's not like it's just a, a, a football thing. But. Also, I'm not a gossip guy, man. Oh, boy. But Josh uh -oh. Allen... Yeah, he's got no, a lot going I know on in his he does. Life, I was thinking, like, doesn't he? I was wondering how much that was connected to. Like, is this football related? Maybe or he's is getting this... the big head. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, you know what? Who's he Nick? dating now? Too? He's dating that uh, one. Like, he's dating someone famous. Him and his long-term girl just broke up. Mm -hmm. There's some rumors out there. I don't. I don't like to yep. indulge in those. But you know what? Are they Zion-like rumors? I think I actually would. Haley Steinfeld, Marvel girl. Hmm. Haley Steinfeld. Isn't she like a singer or something too? Oh, I think she's just an actress. I thought she did, like, music or something, too. Maybe? Yeah, she, her. Maybe, yeah. You know what? I've changed, my, I've changed my answer. Okay, what's your answer? See, 10 and a half is just not enough to go. I would want, if it's 11 and a half, I'm going under. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen's also the Madden cover boy this year. Yep. Oh, Madden Curse coming Done. for yeah, his ass. for Done. sure. Fade Forgot the Bills the entire way, the entire season. I, I, under uh, 10 and a half wins. One of my buddies, he does. He actually does radio right now in Sacramento, uh, Robbie Makloff. And his take, his with hot who? take, uh, Cattles, Nick Cattles maybe? Does that, is it 1140? Who's he doing with? Something like that. Yeah. But I used to work with him in Milwaukee. He's one of my friends. And uh, his take has always been that he thinks Josh Allen is really overrated and he doesn't think he's a top 10 quarterback. So we would have him name like all the quarterbacks that he would put over Josh Allen. And he's got like Kirk Cousins and Dak oh, and this ridiculous amount of quarterbacks. But um, I'm not saying we like overhype Josh Allen. He's great. He's awesome. But last year, man, everybody was on the Bills. Everybody mm -hmm. was talking Bills mm -hmm. Super Bowl. And I want that for their fans. I really do like their fans. But I don't know, man. I, I, I don't want to say they've like missed their window. But I am a little bit worried. Like, I'm not – we keep doing this with the Bengals, right? Like, how are they going to be able to keep Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Burrow? And I don't think they're going to be able to, regardless of what they tell us. But they still got a couple of years. I, I don't know, man. I, I think the Bills got to win one here in the next couple of years. I, I really I, do. I think it's, it's, it's getting to the point now where it's concerning. Because you're, you're starting to see a team that's falling behind other teams in a, in a crowded AFC, which I yeah. think makes it that much – that much more difficult. I mean, the NFL's got parity. The NBA's got parity. That's what maybe talked about, you know, the, the ratings in the NBA being the best they've been in five years. Yeah. And you got the Nuggets as the favorites now to win the title again next year. They're 5-1, to one, Celtics plus 550, Bucks, your Bucks, 6-1, to one, Suns, 7-1. to one. I, I don't know why the Suns are 7-1 to one because they don't really have much of a roster. But Kevin I guess Durant. When you have Kevin Durant and, and yeah, and the Mavericks, the Mavs are 20-1. to one. They're ahead of the Clippers, the Cavs, the Grizzlies, the, even the Heat right now. So, uh, look... If I look at this Denver Nuggets team, we've had the expectation. Like, the expectations have kind of been there. Not like what you have with the Bills. But, like, they've been there for years with this team. If they could just be healthy. Well, now they've won. So now the question becomes, are they a team that wins back-to-back? -back? Are they a team that wins multiple over the next five years? I absolutely think so. It's going to be harder and harder for teams 
to move players around and make trades if you start to see what the new CBA is, and it's really boring, and we don't necessarily need to get into that. But it's going to be harder for teams that are up over in the luxury tax to make a lot of moves. The Nuggets are already prepared. Their roster is pretty much locked in other than Bruce Brown, who's probably going to decline his player option. This team is set. They've won a title, and you've got all of your best players locked up on big deals already. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that has, like you said, organically built, which is what the new CBA wants these players and these teams to do. Uh, they're all under contract. They're not really that heavily over the cap. I think they're only $12 million over the cap or something like that. Uh, they've got Bruce Brown, who's making like six and a half, who will probably get 10. They can keep everybody there. They get multiple draft picks from OKC so they can get some cheap players to develop as well. Yeah, like Denver's a monster. They are built the right way. And what we've seen now, because it was the number one thing that we all worried about, two things. One, what are the non-Jokic minutes like? And two, can this team defend? Can they stop the nosebleed? The answer, yes, yes. So, yeah. yeah. See, though, but the only problem would be, because I'm with you guys, and I think the Nuggets could win, like, three straight, realistically. But, man, that price, plus 500. No, it's a terrible price. I'm going to tie up my money for a full year, over a year, I can't do it there. You got to wait. You know what you got to do is you got to wait until the media pundits start being like, is this sustainable? Mm -hmm. They looked lazy. They looked slow. Their defensive rating's 127.5, which is fourth from the bottom. My hope would be that they would have, like, a little bit of a championship totally. hangover since totally. it's their first title. You know, maybe Jokic. Slump. Is, yeah. You know, maybe he's he's in Serbia for an extra month yes. with his horses. And maybe Jamal Murray's having fun again. And, you know, maybe Michael maybe Porter Jr. Fat. You saw Aaron Gordon. Uh, that was the coolest video I've ever seen. He's a man of the people. He was out there last night with all the fans right outside the arena with his shirt off, like, dancing. And, just and, and I'm, like, no security, no bodyguards. Just him. Just surrounded by crazy lunatics. And uh, so maybe there's a little bit of a championship hangover where we get a better price. If I had to bet one team right now, if BetMGM wants to, you know, give me, I don't know, a free $100 bet, I would place the Mavericks at 20 to 1, though. I would maybe go a little uh, West, Western Conference champs at 11 Why? to 1. Why would you well, do that? Well, I'm a believer in Luca, my fellow, my, uh, fellow Slovenian. I mean, I and love Luka, too, but they got nothing else. I'm a believer that Mark Cuban's going to look to make something big happen. I don't know that Kyrie's going to be able to, to make his way to Los Angeles. What about LeBron heading to the Big D, and Dallas? Now, now, you're just, now you're just trolling. And then, now you're, just, and, you're doing a bit. You don't, and you then, don't actually believe this. And then, hear me out. Okay. I'm hear me listening. out, though. This all works out. If LeBron decides to leave Los Angeles, right, Dallas, I think, would be the perfect destination because he gets to play with Luka, he gets to play with Kyrie, and Dallas is going to be good enough to not be a lottery team. So when Bronny comes out next year in two years, they'll be there to draft him, and then LeBron gets to play with his son but on a contending team with Luka, with Kyrie as boy. They're doing their handshake. Do you need to get a tinfoil hat real quick? You want to put one of those on? I don't want to mess up. You know, I'm having like a decent hair day. <laughs> Tran really, before he went on vacation, he did kind of like screw up. Well, I'm not going to like point it out on the camera. Then people will be looking. But. I've actually been staring at the mess ups in your hair. No, no, no. Trista don't, was pointing don't. it out too. Yeah, there's like she one like, little cut really like he cut you. Did you, did, did you really see no, that? No. Oh, he, he did over on this side, but I don't want to throw my guy just, Tran under the bus You see how like self-conscious that. he got uh, when you did that? He's he my boy. That's my, like, oh, wait, wait. That's my guy. Um, but yeah, I would play some, if I had to make one bet, I would go Dallas at 20 to 1. It's a crazy price. And what if they do end up with LeBron? Probably not going to happen. Probably like, what, a 4% chance it actually LeBron's happens? LeBron's not going anywhere. Yeah. Mark Cuban's crazy. There. I don't know. What He's... if uh, what if the Wizards were to trade Bradley Beal? Yes. Where'd... Wizards talk. I thought you said, what if LeBron was coming to yeah. D.C.? <laughs> no, what if the Wizards trade <laughs> Bradley Beal? <laughs> they go full rebuild, and they send him to a Western Conference team. There's, that could be really interesting, there too. There is a chance. I, there, there is a chance the Wizards completely gut that entire They roster. should send him to China. 
Brad Beal. Listen, he's still wanted around the NBA. Uh, was this the last gasp for this Heat roster? Could they be chasing stars this offseason?